Blackstone Audio presents Make a Choice When You Are at the Intersection of Happiness and Despair by Jeff Benedict. This book is read by Kirby Hayborn. Introduction As a journalist, I often meet people who have experienced fundamental unfairness, gut-wrenching loss, and outright injustice. This kind of news is everywhere. We see and hear about it every day. Hours after I finished typing the final passage of this book and prepared to send the manuscript to my editor, a 21-year-old white male entered a black church in South Carolina and killed nine people. Why? I was simultaneously furious and sad as I read the initial news reports. That same night, I read the final three chapters of Old Yeller to my nine-year-old daughter. We'd been reading a chapter a night for a couple of weeks, so she had a sense of what was coming. Still, it was all she could do not to cry when fourteen-year-old Travis puts a gun to his dog's head and pulls the trigger. It seemed so unfair. After all, Old Yeller had saved Travis's life from a pack of wild hogs, then he'd saved Travis's mother and brother from a ferocious wolf with rabies. Unfortunately, Old Yeller contracted rabies and had to be put down. Why did that have to happen? my daughter asked. It was her way of asking why the story didn't end differently. I couldn't help thinking of all the people in South Carolina who had lost loved ones. I was confident none of them imagined that a relative would die from gunfire in a church while studying the words of Christ. But author Fred Gibson teaches a very adult lesson in his children's classic. With Travis unable to get over the hurt of the tragic situation, his father tells him, It's not a thing you can forget. I don't guess it's a thing you ought to forget. What I mean is, things like that happen. They may seem mighty cruel and unfair, but that's how life is a part of the time. But that isn't the only way life is. A part of the time, it's mighty good. And a man can't afford to waste all the good part, worrying about the bad parts. The old yeller scenario isn't a perfect comparison to what happened in South Carolina, but the reference to mighty good as a response to cruel and unfair was on display two days later when the shooter appeared on a video link in court during a bond hearing. Survivors of the victims addressed him. One of them was Nadine Collier. Her seventy-year-old mother, Ethel Lance, was among the victims. You took something very precious away from me, Collier said. I will never talk to her ever again. I will never be able to hold her again. But I forgive you. The next day, her words, I will never be able to hold her again, but I forgive you, with a headline atop the front page of the New York Times. Losing a loved one in a random mass shooting is unimaginable, yet it has become too common in America. While writing this book, I had the privilege of working with Alyssa Parker, whose daughter Emily died in a Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting in Connecticut in 2012. Alyssa asked me to help her write a memoir about going through the cruelest, most unfair thing a mother can experience.
and how she managed to forgive and move forward. Through a profound tragedy, she found the mighty good that still existed in the world. The people and stories chronicled in this book remind me that life offers a rich diversity of hardships and personal trials. People wake up and face extraordinary circumstances every day. Maybe you're experiencing something hard right now. Maybe you wonder how you'll get over it. The fact is that we don't really get over these things. The only way is through them. However, there is strength and reassurance in knowing that we are not alone. The people profiled in these pages demonstrate that life is better when you focus on the mighty good and leave the bad parts behind. Years ago, I started a file and found...